0: The Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord. But who can endure the day of his coming and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and the fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver and will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver till they present right offerings to the Lord. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Well, in today's gospel of the presentation of our Lord in the temple, uh, this prophecy of Malachi is fulfilled. Uh, We are in the midst of the Christmas octave there are three feasts in the traditional calendar that last for eight days, Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost. And the reason the church celebrates these feasts for eight days in imitation of the Jewish calendar of old is that one day is not enough to unfold the mystery. So uh, during these eight days of Christmas, we read all sorts of uh, selections from what's called the infancy narrative of our Lord. And it's not an attempt to chronologically reconstruct uh, the events of the nativity. We do that too. For example, on the eighth day, we uh, read the gospel of the circumcision. And on the fortieth day, we celebrate the presentation of our Lord in the temple, the twelfth day, uh, the epiphany, and so on. But that, so there are two things going on here. One is the octave, and one is the kind of temporal unfolding of the story. But the, and the reason it's an octave is that it's one day beyond a week. It's a step into eternity, because these feasts, Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost, are the, 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 the points around which the whole mystery of our salvation revolves. So to return to today's gospel of the presentation of our Lord in the temple, this is a fulfillment of the prophecy of Malachi, which I just read. And if if you're a fan of Handel's Messiah, you'll recognize the text right away. Because the Messiah, the long-awaited, anointed one of God, the perfect prophet, priest, and king, the fulfillment of the longing of Israel finally and suddenly comes into his temple. But the prophet says, but who can endure the day of his coming or who can stand when he appears? Well, apparently, almost nobody noticed he was even there. After all, Mary and Joseph were just another poor couple from up in Galilee. Such people arrived and departed every day. No, the, no one paid them any notice at all except old Simeon and Anna. Now, you've all met Simeon and Anna. They can be found in any parish, in any church, Catholic church, in any part of the world. There are those old folks who hang about the church, saying their prayers, and occasionally buttonholing some unsuspecting stranger with news of the latest apparition, or the importance of a certain devotion. Now people speak of them affectionately, but generally try to avoid them because after all, uh, they're not being uncharitable, but time is precious. We have to get to work. We have to go shopping. We have to get the kids to swimming lessons, right? This great event the reason for which the temple was built was almost unnoticed. And the whole story of the birth and childhood of our Lord follows this pattern and should be a great lesson to us. God comes to us in simplicity and ordinariness. He hides from us his glory and power. And in this, he shows us great mercy. In this, he enables us to fulfill the very purpose of our existence, to love him freely. Were God to show himself as he truly is, it would kill us. For scripture tells us that no man can see God and live. Had the Son of God descended on the clouds of heaven into the midst of the temple, there would have been no room for faith or love, but only surrender to the conquering Lord. And the priests and Levites would have bowed down. But what would have been in their hearts except fear and trembling and for us today who suddenly for whom the lord suddenly comes into this temple in silence and obscurity under the appearance of a bland and tasteless host and a chalice of cheap wine just as inconspicuous as the Christ child in the arms of his mother. So who among us will welcome him into the temple of our bodies and souls? Who will allow him to purify us, each of us, with the fire of his love? Will we, like Simeon, Take him in his, our arms and give thanks to God for his mercy to us? Who will realize what is really going on? This, this realization of what's really going on, is what Christmas. The incarnation, the birth of God made man, is really all about. God is with us and we almost never notice. If only we could realize his presence and action in our lives, would we ever sin? Would we ever fail to thank him and praise him at every moment of every day? And this is why In God's mercy, Christmas comes back every year to remind us again and again of the mercy and love of God. This is why the holy sacrifice of the Mass is is celebrated again and again. This is why our Mother the Church exists to call us again and again to this reality. God is with us but not just with us, but truly one with us, sharing with us his own divine and eternal life. So perhaps Anna and Simeon are not as daft after all. Perhaps they are the ones who really know what's going on.